G'day! Welcome to On Minis Games. Hello and welcome to On Minis Games. My name's Charles Pritchard. And I'm Quinton Sung. And this episode, we're going to be talking about what some of our goals are, both to do with the podcast, the hobby, playing and so forth, for 2018. So, let's get this uh, ball rolling with our goals around the podcast because let's face it we've been inconsistent for various reasons for the last nine episodes what's going to be different from now on what are we going to try and do we've got a plan we've got a plan we've got a plan and what is our plan the plan is the plan is one episode a fortnight <laughs> one episode a fortnight I so think... we're hoping to do two episodes a month yep, yep. one episode a fortnight and have that recorded edited and up and up that's the goal. That's our commitment. No, that's our goal. That's our goal. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, it. It's, it's achievable for us, I think. Yeah. I think uh, things are settling down a lot with us. Uh, my family's life's settling down a little bit as the kids get a little bit older. Yep. I think we both really enjoy doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just think it's something we need to find time for. Yeah. Just really sit down and knuckle down and get those episodes out and get them recorded and sit here and talk to each other. Yeah, that sounds good. Actually, just put a microphone we on could where just, we are just talking In reality, yeah. we could just, just edit it in together. That would work too. <laughs> All right. So, that really is our goal around our podcast. We're hoping to get out uh, yeah. an episode every fortnight. And, varying, um, varying content. I think yeah. we've, we've, we've discussed the idea of doing a lot of or a few episodes around the hobby itself and getting that more out there, the... Mm. You know, modelling, painting, collecting, what draws you to a game. Yeah, um, basing, you know, yeah. just general, um, you know, tips and places to go for advice and, yep. you know, all that sort of stuff. And also we'll probably cover, like, we'll probably cover a few miniature systems as we go along. Um, we might do an episode on one specific game, but which I think the issue there I think we found was that if we do one game very focused it's hard on a podcast to explain a game not just time too and you know podcast and i've you know a lot of podcast listeners i think um you know if they're subscribing they're listening episode by episode yeah. so um number one if, if you're talking solely about one game then it gets old it gets old to talk about yep to some extent two that you know if we didn't let's say a, a, an episode on infinity well yep. you know then Somebody who is, you know, listening to the podcast and and perhaps interested in Infinity, wanting to know about it, we're going to go back to episode five, yeah, you know, whatever it might be. So yeah, we talked about it. I think we'll just talk about the things that we've been gaming and, and yeah. what we like about those systems, and we might do a deep dive occasionally and have those um, highlighted somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we talked about that. Uh, we talked a little bit about whether we should cover board games or more yeah. board games. Um, I think we. We will probably touch base every now and then, like we did with the last episode about yeah. what we've been doing, um, just more with our time. Mm. But you know, on the on the website, um, the hosting that we're with, there's they cover board games as well. And I think yeah. we both we prefer to focus or, or, or stick closely to miniature games yep. and try and keep it fairly focused on it. We will deviate. We're sorry about that. There's nothing we can do about it because yep. we are magpies with all sorts of things like yes, this. Yes, unfortunately, or fortunately. Well, you know, we've been, yeah, we've been, <laughs> I look at it fortunately. My wife. Yeah, coming around. She she hasn't told me to not get things. She's actually a pretty good mediator, and she looks at me and goes, "Do you really need it?" Needs a loaded term. Can we? Yes, I do. Right now. Yes. All right. Fine. Yes. Another army for infinity. Yeah, that came today. Oh yeah. Anyway, let's not go there. All right. Um, okay, so that's our goal to do with our podcast. We've, we've talked about what we want to achieve in regards to content, talked about what we think is manageable in terms of time um, and all the rest of it, you know, and yeah, hope we're, we're hoping, we're, we're aiming for two episodes a month, so yep. that, that's, our, that's our goal. Here's the, <laughs> here's, here's, here's the big here's one. The big one for all miniatures gamers, painting. Whoa. 
Would you like to go first on this one? Because I think you're going to have... I, you might this year actually have a better chance than me. Uh, I, I had these lofty goals. If anyone goes back to my blog, castbymoonlight.blogspot.com, you can see every year at the start of the year I write down some, some hobby goals. And last year I'd written down these sort of lofty hobby goals of wanting to get, well, you know... What? Why would you write down a goal that's not lofty? Uh, because you want to get it done. <laughs> you want to be able to say at the end of the year you did it. I don't know. Um, I bet I had these goals of you know I get and finished painting my heavy gear. I'd finished painting you know something. So yep. I've, you know got more more things painted. Yeah, I don't. I did not put paint on anything. And you know, I set up a paint station, and I thought to myself, "It's very, it looks very good." Yeah, I know it. It looks the fine. um the the paint rack that you have from uh, Back to Basics is very nice. It's it's earning it has, its money. <laughs> it's holding your paints. It's holding, my, it's holding my paints well, and um, has done so for every twelve got, months. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally I, I did not paint anything last yep. year. So. My goal this year is is to do a little bit more painting, and I was I was thinking about this. Um, you know, I wanted to, want to get I want to get something painted. I want to get something done, and I've got my galls. Yep. Fifteen mil galls for sword and spear. Yep. Love to get those done so that we can get those back on the table. Yeah. And I love sword and spear as a rule set. I've got my Yujing over there. Would love yep. to paint those. You know, especially because I think you know, to our group is going to be doing I think a bit so. to do with yeah. Infinity. It seems um, to be the core game. That keeps coming back. Yeah. With the group of players that we have. Um, heavy gear. I know yep. we've got some people, you know, we've, you and I have got miniatures for that, but we've got some other people in our group who are looking at yeah. here on the Kickstarter. The Dream Pod 9 are looking at launching later this year. Yeah. So, you know, and I've already got, you know, all my hunters painted up yep. for that. So, you know, hopefully, I, and were, I chose a fairly quick paint scheme. Yeah. So yeah. I should really get my backside into gear and knock those over. And then I've also got my, my World of Twilight, the Chronicles of NRL, um dinosaurs. Yeah. You know, I... They'd look really good. I think they're... And I don't think they'd be a big... No. Like a, a, a good... A good... um a base coat of dry brush and a wash, I think, would look... Because they're really well textured. They're yeah. really nice models. They'll come up really well with just those basic Yeah, I agree. Systems. My problem is... And, and the, see, the, the other reason I want to paint those is because it's something I'd like... You know, I want to dedicate some time on the weekends or after school sometime for for my son and I to sit down yeah. and for him to do some painting as well. So I think that we will get those um, or some of those done this year. Yep. The other thing, the, the problem I've got with that, you know, is I, I always think that, like Kings of War, I just do a you know, real simple base coat yep. and wash. Yep. I, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I always have to go back and add no, the heavy gear. Oh, I'll pick a real simple color scheme. The undercoat will be, you know, the the, the core base color, and then I'll just have you know three other colors and yep. then I'll highlight. Well, you know, then then I do the wash, and I'm like, I only go back and highlight all of this stuff, and then I highlight a little bit more, and then I tighten up on this. And oh yeah, it, it, it never ends. I think to myself, it's just going to be simple. But it, it never is. It never. Never. You know, I just, I, I don't know, maybe I need to let go, but I just can't do it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, um, I think because the only force that I've painted recently, like really dedicated, was our, my, my Morats, yeah. my Infinity Morats. That which really was really nice. The, yeah. And, well, I think they were okay. They're all right. They're no, good Fine. Well, and I think, I don't know whether, like that, I came down to the idea that I was, well, one, I was motivated to put force them out because I was being competitive um, and I didn't want to just... Didn't we have... Was there a painting competition? There was a painting competition. <laughs> of course there was. Yeah, there, was there was a competition yeah, and yeah. you're competitive and highly this competitive. This is what we need to do. Yeah. This is, yeah, all right. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. yeah, just need a competition of some kind. You win this gold bar well, no, it, with chocolate You know what? Inside. It wasn't even about the fact of winning anything because yeah. we made a rule you can only win one prize. So, it mm. wasn't... It, it was irrelevant because, you know, I'm an absolute prick of a gamer and... You know, I was the person who knew the rule set the most, and I was going to thrash everyone probably in the in the in the tournament anyway. And people hated me, and that's fine. And the painting was—it was just my competitive side. I couldn't let people yeah, just yeah. win. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't let them just have the painting. I was never going to win multiple trophies. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. But 
there had to be some competition there because there wasn't many people painting enough. I think there was yeah, only two, yeah. three of us that were had enough painting points I, to be up there. I, I intended to. I think I had that, had to drop out of that that slow. You undercoated one model. I no, think. I undercoated the bunch, but. Oh, you did too. I um, had to drop out. I think I, I was in and out of the slow grow. You were, yeah. For, you were sort for of. For different reasons. I can't remember why. But, yeah. But anyway, you know, yeah, we should do something similar this year. Well, it's just I think the with the paint scheme, I did it with airbrush though. So, I mm. think that's where it's a bit different with your – so, all my highlights and shading was mostly done with airbrush mm. by doing just not particularly complicated or small, but doing the, the, the highlights and then it was just edge highlights and a wash. Yeah. So, the majority of it was done really quickly. Um, and then I just didn't bother with the guns and I just basically did – I didn't have your obsession. I went, screw this, paint, yeah. dry brush, wash, done. <laughs> no, I, I intended to do that with my Mordheim warband. Yeah, you didn't. No, I didn't. No, you and didn't. Then I intended to do that with the fifth, with the 10 mil models. I was like, nobody will even notice – those, return, those 10 mil models are incredibly well detailed. <laughs> they, they, really nice. they look I awesome. I couldn't just let that detail, like, you know, I, I don't know. I should have just undercoated them. Maybe undercoated <laughs> them. Anyway. Uh, just got so you got go. the plan. You, you're going to do. So we, got, we got some goals. Roman. Oh, sorry, no, that's, that's, uh, so the goals, Infinity, Heavy yep. Gear, or Twilight. Well, yeah, one or two of those yeah. will be a goal. I think, I think your Twilight will probably... Get done. That's yeah. a, I think it's a good motivation to sit down with your with yeah. with with your son and and do that. Yeah. Um. And plus, they're really easy. That if you can get that simple. Yeah. I, paint and, you know, I, they're just they're just nice models. So I think yeah. they'll actually paint really quickly yep. and really easily. And then it's I th- you know it's it, it's a toss up for me between Gauls Infinity or or Heavy Gear. So I have a feeling it's going to be your Gauls. Yeah, probably because it's the scale that you you like the most. It's closer to the scale that you enjoy. You know, though, the, the, the other thing, though, is the heavy gear is really quick to paint, so there's a, there's a quick win. Well, you keep saying you know that, I mean? but it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fair You keep moment. saying that, but yeah. then you... Yeah, okay. Yep, yep. moving Don't on. Don't the point. It's fine. I get it. <laughs> You're right. All right. So, what about yourself? What are you going to get? What are you aiming so to get So, I'm, I'm going to put this out there yep. with no actual aim. <laughs> I'm just going to... Because I feel bad if you put up painting goals and I don't. Yeah, all right. Uh, I have no illusions that any of these will get done. But what would be nice would be to get my Romans done so that yeah. I can have a painted force yeah. for Sword and Spear to play against you. It'd be nice to get that back to the table. And we oh. sort of said that we weren't going to put it back on the table until our forces were painted. I know. Well, because I've thrown out all the proxy bases that we were using. Yeah. So it's a bit hard. Yeah. And, and I haven't given you the basis for it yet. Well, and I, I've got all mine sitting up on painting racks ready to paint. Yeah, well, and mine mine got painted by my kids. So they need to be stripped. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, so not the goals or the right, no. Well, how long ago was that? That would have been, it was literally six months ago that yeah. happened and it's still a sore point. Oh, and, yeah. And I, I actually haven't touched. So the models that they Well, you had a whole bunch. You had painted heavy gear models. No, they mostly yes, painted, yeah, they mostly painted more ads yep. for infinity, yeah, and then undercoated, just undercoated, undercoated Romans. Romans, and then your daughters came and painted all of them, and I just literally still I haven't touched them, I just can't bring myself. <laughs> I haven't done any painting since You sent since me photos happened. and it was like paint everywhere and there's paint on the model. It was like paint everywhere. I was like, yeah, kids make a mess. It's all right. And then you sent me photos of the models and then photos of the painted models. So yep. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was- Are the children still okay? <laughs> <laughs> Took them out of the room. I just couldn't. And I literally just closed the door to the room and walked away. I went mm. in there and looked at it and walked. it took me six hours to walk back, to actually be able to walk back in the room and yeah. start cleaning it. Oh, I just couldn't. Yeah. It was heartbreaking because um, you'd had like the the Morats were were close getting, to done, getting close to done, and I had some work I was doing for one of my friends as well that oh, was yeah, yeah, they yeah. were ninety percent completed, and they were they went from beautifully camoed uh, Ariadnes to black and red Ariadnes. Was that was it your Morats? So yeah, heavy gear that all got done in pink. No, that was the um, the pink was um, the Romans. The, the Romans, Romans got done got, in pink, yeah. but yeah, so. I, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. So, the Romans to strip, and, and the Romans will be fairly easy to strip. It's not an issue. Mm. Heavy gear, I do have some sitting there. And the ones that got painted with the heavy gear weren't that bad. Mm. There was just a bit of black wash that ended up on them. So, I can just okay. sort of leave them. Whatever. That's okay. And strip and finish the Morats. I've got, you know, the, the Morat force is 70% done. Yeah, it looks really- the stuff I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and just knuckle down and get, 
get it done. Um, I've got, yeah, I think it's nice. I put the Morats on the table the other day. and I'll, That'll be part of the photos we put up when, with the new Infinity table. It looks good. It's nice playing with a painted force. Mm. Um, having everything on the table, everything looks good. And yeah, I need to really get my backside in the gear. Yeah, but it's, it's one of those things that it comes down to, the time. You've, only got, you've only got so many hours, you know, that you can do these things in, I and, suppose. And sitting down and doing it. Yeah. Often that motivation is the biggest killer for me. Well, I thought I'd, you know, with it, I've got my painting station set up. I thought, you know, with that all there, I'd be able to go and do half an you hour sh- here and you there. You should have asked me because yeah. I have it all set up and it doesn't help at all. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I, yeah, anyway. So we're putting it out there. That's that's the hope. So some the, goals around some goals. that. So yeah. What about modelling? Well, for me, it's finishing this infinity table yeah. and getting the lighting all done. So, learning my limited, some limited electronics to set up the lighting just for something to do mm. and finish assembling some terrain that I've got for some foreground buildings. Yeah, that's, I think that's in terms of modeling, getting those yeah. tables, that tables done, I think, um, is probably where I'm going yourself. Yeah, I, I, I would like to finish. I've got a bunch of foreground buildings that I need to finish assembling. Yep. Um, so I want to do that. And I've got some of the Spartan Scenics still to, yep. to, to finish assembling. So I need to finish that. And then whether I go and do like a, even if it's like a Zenithal style undercoat. Yeah. Uh, something just to get a little bit of color into the, into the, the, the terrain that I do have. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Mainly the foreground buildings, I think. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm I looking... think I'll tie most into the games that I'm likely to play. Yeah, and well, that's the thing. And, and the infinity tables that you've got, in reality, like it looks good when it's painted. But I think with MDF, there's a lot of work in painting MDF, yeah. if it's bare MDF. Making sure you prep it properly and, and give it a good base coat. And give it a base coat that's not going to affect the way you can put it together. Because often, we, often with rattle cans... It causes a yeah. swell, yeah. Oh, and it's too heavy. The coat's too heavy to be able to then put fit it together because a lot of these modular pieces slide in quite nicely yeah, yeah. until you put paint, a heap of paint on top. So, they look fine brown. Yeah. If, if it's that. <laughs> I know, I know. I was, I was even thinking of just doing something like um, getting as simple as getting a, a, like a, like a grey... Yep. You know, mid mid tone sort of paint color. Yep. Spray everything in that. Then assemble the buildings. Yep. So you know, at the moment they've got the roofs that can yep. come off and some different wall segments. So pull everything apart, spray it all. Yep. That that mid tone. Uh, assemble everything and then you know put a table together. Yep. You know, or, or even just put a stack of the buildings together. Work out your light sources and things like that. Do a light spray from one side in a lighter tone to that mid-tone, a darker spray from the other direction from that darker tone, and then even do something like getting some crayons. Yeah. You know, or getting some watercolour or just a washed-out acrylic and doing some quick, you know, glow tones around the lights and things like that, you know, whether it's texture or, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Just something to give it a bit just of to color. pick out occasionally, this, that, and the other. Maybe a couple of those graffiti transfers. Yeah, they work well. Because, you know, even if you don't pick out the details on the terrain itself, a couple of the transfers stuck yeah. here and there would add enough color. And, and they're bringing to, to, you know. more and more of them. Um, I think um, I was looking at uh, Mike Wright Studio. I've got the, they had a muted color set that was quite like it was um, purples and and greys and whites and stuff. They brought in a really bright version of it as well. So um, there's there's different options and you can get train all, sets all and stuff. All the train sets. Yeah. There's a lot of graffiti um, transfers that you can get for that. So, yeah. So I was thinking about doing that, like just, just, you know, doing a real simple, you know, hopefully not take too long on all of the terrain, yeah. um, you know, and, and try and find some shortcuts with it. At the end of the day, I just want it to be table ready. Yeah, words, yeah. You know, that, that, it, that it sort of complements the table. It doesn't have to be Fantastic. you know beautifully detailed and picked out and all the rest of it, but just you know. Well, you know, my, even my table, it looks good from a distance. You look at the paint job up close. It could probably deal with another coat. It could oh. probably deal with a you know, and and that's the thing. I think often with our but time, I think your terrain's got a lot more detail in it that you've picked out with paint. Yeah, but I think the the difference is there is that I've had the advantage. The the time you're going to have to spend with the base coat mm. is the time I didn't have to spend. Yeah, yeah, true. and that's and the, realistically, the base coat is a huge part with MDF. Is mm. getting that 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 foundation right, be it coating it in a PVA so that it won't soak in or whatever you want to do, and making sure that's correct, and then doing your base coat or or putting down a rattle can so that it soaks up enough into the wood so that it's going to actually coat it is a huge amount of time and effort, and that's mm. one of the reasons that has stopped me for years putting together a proper infinity table is that effort to get 
the MDF prep where it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, MDF's a great material, fantastic, but it's just really hard to prep properly to paint if yeah. you want to do it right. Or, and, you know, I find it, it is anyway, so. Uh, so yeah, well, that's our, that's our modelling anyway, so. Yeah. Um, hopefully be able to tick a few of those things off by the end of the year. Yeah. You know, I know my son wanted to get some um, terrain for, uh, you know, to sort of suit the style of the, the twilight yeah. table. Funnily enough, um, we had kept these McDonald's toys. Yeah. Right? These, the, a while ago, McDonald's, when the Smurf movie came out, yeah, yeah. Was, they had the Smurfs and the houses. Oh, those little, the mushrooms. The mushroom houses. Yeah. They'd look good with that. They would be perfect, I think. So yeah. yeah, so I'm thinking I might pull a couple of those out and, yeah. and undercut Sorry, those. kids, they got thrown in the bin. Yeah, I don't know where they. And were. I found these ones at the shop. Look, they're, they're fantastic. They're painted for my war game now. <laughs> they're Weird. They're not the McDonald's ones. The McDonald's ones were clear plastic and red. Yeah, these, 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 <laughs> these, these, these are textured. These, these are undercoated. <laughs> they're black. That's right. Oh dear. All right. So um, modelling. Yep. What about the games that we've got that we're looking forward to getting back to the table the most, or well, getting to the table the most? Well, do you want to start with one? Well, sure. We'll um, go back and I, forth. I'll start with two. I got, I got one of the games I've got up there is is from Academy Games. Yep. Vikings. This was a Kickstarter, was it? It was a Kickstarter. Um, Academy Games made some fantastic <laughs> games. I know. So I got Vikings, and we got the expansions up there. I've read the rules. We were, you know, thinking about possibly playing it tonight. We'll have to hold that off and play another night. Probably, I think. I would say. Um, but it is a really uh, nice-looking game. Yep. Really looking forward to getting that to the table. Yep. The, that, that period of history I've I, uh, got a real passion for. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing that. Yep. Uh, and the other game that came in the mail today is from Guerrilla Games. Uh, this looks really good. It's a late-back. Kickstarter was Battle Stations Second Edition. And believe it or not, this game's been around I think for twenty odd years. And the I had the first edition ages yep. and ages ago, and and it had to get rid of it because I had no one to play it with. Yep. I am really really looking forward to playing this. It's it's like so it, I should say Vikings by Academy Games is is like an area control game. You know, it's set during that that sort of period of time when the when the Vikings were coming in and Danelaw was set up and um and and so forth and the English and the Vikings were were facing off against each other during that particular period in time. Battle Stations by Guerrilla Games is something it, slightly different. It's something it's a science fiction game. It's, it's it is it's a it's a dual game where you are you have the the layout of your spaceship. Yep. You've got the space board with a model of your spaceship on it. So you've got the the, the micro and the macro. You know yep. you've got what's happening with your spaceship out on the board. In order to move your spaceship, you've got to run down to the engines and pump the engine power and you yep. know, to to redirect it. Someone's got to be at the helm steering. Yep. And to fire the laser cannons. You know the marines got to run over to the laser cannons and fire the damn ship. Yep. Um. And so there's all these different positions around the actual you know mod- ship. The, the, the ship interior. You've got to actually move around. Yeah. It's a, it's a campaign game, so your characters get more experience, yep. you can buy more skills, you know, special abilities, get better at what you do. Um, you can, you can die, you can go up ranks, you can, you know, all this sort of stuff. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a lot of fun, so I'm really looking forward to getting that to the table. Yeah. yeah. It looks, looks really, really good. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. I'm looking forward to that immensely. What about yourself? Um, well, Oh, I'm easy. I want to get my Mythic Battle Facts to the table. It's yeah. just quite simple, really, but it's got to go back on the table and a lot of times um, just because awesome. It is an awesome game. I'm looking forward to it, too. <laughs> I want to put the Titans on the table yes. just because I can. Uh, it's 110mm tall. Anyway, um, yeah, so Mythic Battles is a big one for me once I get them all back. Mm-hmm. And I suppose another one for me is Kings of War. Yeah. Um, getting that back. We're a bit limited with opponents at the moment, I think. Mm-hmm. So, but hopefully, like, your force is mostly assembled or pretty much all assembled now, yeah, so yeah. we can start playing a few games I've got a that. force that I can put on the table. I've got a yeah, mighty you, trebuchet. You've got a trebuchet that's worth, like, <laughs> uh, it's going to be the easiest thing to kill, and world. I'm going to have to stop myself I, from just killing I, it straight away. I don't care. It looks so good. No, it looks awesome. Uh, this uh, is just, uh, it's the best model. Anyway. It's, it is. Um, it's the way a trebuchet should yeah, be. Yeah, it should be deployed as per the terrain rules. That's my feeling on yeah, it. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> can't rotate, can't turn. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trebuchet. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't have a castle. I don't care. <laughs> I've bought it anyway. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I got my force pretty well assembled for that. Mm. I'd love to get it to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely really fun. Mm. i got to get my orcs to the table. Mm. Or my herd. Your killer orcs and your killer herd. Or my... Undead. You kill her undead. <laughs> There's a theme. 
There's, well, yeah, killer. That's the point of the game. Yeah, kill. It is. Oh, okay. All right. Any more for you? Um, oh, I sharp practice is one. I yep. really enjoyed sharp practice. Definitely. It's just such a story laden game. Um, I, I, I really want to get that back to the table. I think we should organise a campaign. Yeah. Maybe I, rope one of the other halves into being our mediator. Yeah, yeah. Explain well, I, it to them. I, uh, I had a chat with, um, with Ryan. Yep. Uh, and he liked the sound of the game. There's a it's, couple of there's a couple of others in our group that like the sound of either ducks brit yep. or sharp. Yep. Oh. Well. So there's 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 hope. There's hope. I got enough ten mil models for all of us. No. I'm pretty I'm, sure I do. Well, I've, I have enough ten mil models for all of us, but that doesn't mean you're going to get the ten mil models <laughs> because they're my Prussians. <laughs> no, no, no. I got enough ten mil. Dutch oh, for Dutch Britanniarum, you Romans do, you do actually. Stack Saxons for, you for everybody. You do a couple of times over. You so do. yeah, you know. But there was talk about Ducks Brit in twenty eight mil because oh, we no. just could. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, because they are really nice. Those twenty eight mil models are very nice. They, but no, definitely, and that's another one we should probably have on these Ducks Brit back on the table because yeah. it's just so like I said, storyline, story laden, and fun. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, Every like game it. is a story, and it's yeah, you could. Write about it. You re- yeah, you really could. I think last time we were talking about that afterwards. You know yeah. how you could write a story based on that. You know that I just remember. You know, my guys are trying to herd the the cattle. Well, you're charging the in, get the get the yeah. cattle, and then and then I was had to fight, to, yeah. and that was nothing. My and then you ran away. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you charged well and you ran well, but that was good. But it, but all of the action in and around yeah, the fight yeah. as they desperately tried to fight yep. this sort of rearguard battle against yep. the advancing Romans while trying to herd these yep. damned cows. Out. Yep, it was fantastic. That was awesome. So yeah, so that that's a that's a definite sharp practice in ducks, Brett. Yep. Well, I'll, I'll round it out with with the two uh, two other ones. Is our stalwart infinity? I think needs to go back on the table oh, a lot for more sure. because just yeah. it's always there. It's always fun. I'd like to play it with more regularity because it's one. Of, I just feel like it's one of those games that you can know your own army, but you also need to know some of what your enemy's capable of. Yeah, you do. You really um, do. And it's one of those games where I feel like every time I play the game, I'm I'm either learning either I'm learning the rules again if it's yeah. been a while, or I'm learning my army again if it's the second game, yep. or I'm learning every army I play against because we haven't done it for a while. So, you know, it's um yeah, it's that's definitely one I'd like to get back to the table. I, I you know it'd be it'd be interesting to get some of the um the die foes packs too. You know, and play the campaigns. Yeah, and stuff. yeah I had all the them, but I yeah. got rid of them all. Yeah. Well, you know, just as they come out or whatever else, yeah. you know. Since we've, we've got a we've got a pretty stable group of Infinity players yeah. now, and we've got tables and places to play. We do, yeah. So you know, well, that's the thing, isn't it? And it's funny that you say that. Like when I played against Ryan the other day, um, he always has an infiltrating unit with a boarding shotgun mm. up close. But I keep forgetting that he always that, has an infiltrating that, unit with a boarding shotgun. Yeah, and yeah. and he, luck would have it that this infiltrating unit with a boarding shotgun gets into these awesome positions, just can't perform um, when he goes oh, to shoot no. something, and it's sh- it's shattering for for Ryan at times because it it was perfect. He could have rolled up my entire flank if he just rolled. Like that Damaro in that game that we played with the boarding shop. Yeah, where you rolled up my entire flank. Um, yeah. Thank you for that <laughs> reminding me. Oh, the pain. It's the one game I've won. I'm never going to forget it. Only of Infinity. Um, You've won other games against me, yeah, but yeah, Infinity. Yeah. But no. that, and again, that comes down to knowing the rules. Infinity is one of those games. If you don't know the rules and you don't know the your well, force, yeah, no, you you're know, not going to be able to compete. Yeah, and as I said, I feel like you know that every game is sort of like a new experience. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be good. Be good. It'd be good fun. We're going to look at how we do that. If we talk about Heavy Gear. And finally, Heavy Gear. Yeah. So, Heavy Gear is the other one. Uh, there's some Kickstarters upcoming for DreamPod 9. Yeah. They're looking at kickstarting Utopia. Utopia is the first one, which um, has a Gilgamesh command tank. Yeah, that looks that pretty is, sweet. Like, and I don't like Utopia. But no, I'm not it's a big a fan of the Gilgamesh command them. tank. The command tank looks awesome. like huge. That... No, I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the, the other thing is the Peace River and New Coal. Yeah. Uh, another Kickstarter that will come down later. Yeah, I think uh, separately they're planning to do, I Are think. Okay. Or maybe together. I'm not sure. I, I thought they were doing Utopia as one and then New Coal and Peace yeah. River as another one. Well, hopefully. Because I'm, I'm definitely looking um, at getting the Peace River at mm. least, if not folding and keeping the New Coal as well because... 
they look pretty cool as well. So, yeah, yeah definitely Heavy Gear. And Heavy Gear is another one of those ones I think we'll find is a bit like Infinity. If we don't yes, regularly absolutely. play it. I think the ACM rules and the ACCM rules yeah. and, and the weapon, try to make the most and maximise the most out of your weapon systems, particularly yeah. that, that combination of indirect fire and up close, yeah. is fundamental to that game. I, yeah. It's a really detailed, nuanced game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, most definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. On the role-playing front, you know, um, I we got Simbarum campaign going on yep. at the moment. Um, wanna ra- I, I want to round out the campaign that we've been playing mm-hmm. and then maybe switch games for a little while. I've got a second campaign ready to go. Yep. For Simbarum, but I wouldn't mind if we if we switch gears yep. after this Simbarum, you know, after this campaign piece is done. Yep. Switch gears for a little while, come back to it. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll see what the other guys have got yeah. to say in regards. But we've got we've got a few RPGs. You know, we we talk about Mythic Battles. Yep. Has its RPG, which looks really cool from everything you've told me about. Yeah, it. it's just it's an interesting take on the RPG, and it's very story driven. Yeah, yeah. Your character creation is incredibly story driven. Yeah. Um, which is signifying of the time and the 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 the, the stories and the and the legends that we have coming out of it that you build your character around this legend yeah um but it's all contrasted you have you have a, a I'm trying to think of the term you have a um you have a heroic goal but you also have a a, a an equally like a fatal flaw yeah you know, equally like epic Achilles flaw heel, yeah it'll be yeah. essentially yeah. your Achilles heel for like one of a better term so and balancing that out with the DM balancing that out as well and and character creation is not just about stats it's also about your uh, a heroic phrase it can be uh, oh nice in a way of like so if you for example, if you were playing Odysseus, it might be King of Ithaca. Yeah. Where you could, I just want to get home. Well, you know? it might be that. Yeah. Or, you know, you could pu- you could pull out. So, as King of Ithaca, he would hold a lot of influence. Where am I? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't I been here before? Yeah. Is he screwing with me again? I'm sorry. Beside, yeah, but, but, yeah, interesting character creation. So, we have that one. And then mm. the other one that you show me and Feng this looks Shui. so awesome yeah Feng Shui is uh, you know Don's talked about it on, on RPGs a fair bit and Eric and um, uh, yeah I just want to play that game I'm, just, I'm a fan of that sort of you know that Hong Kong action that schlock action well see and that's and, and the funny thing like, like this is one of the games where it is about you being the most powerful thing. Oh yeah, yeah. In it's the game, awesome. you're, you're there. Yeah. You you want a power game. This is the game. This yeah, is the role playing yeah. game for you because oh, you're supposed it. to be. But it but it's so it it's so suits the story, the yeah. theme, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, <clears throat> the other the, the other ones would be um, Heavy Gear, the role playing game. Yeah. If we started to get into the miniatures game, I would really strongly think about yep. jumping in and running um, second edition of Heavy Gear. Yeah. Um, so there's that one, and the last one, uh, if I can, there's two that are sort of similarly themed. One is um, won't be out for a while. Um, is John Carter of Mars? Yeah, Scotland I've seen that. The, yeah, love that setting. The, the second is not um, the movie though. The, the no, 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 setting. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> then the the other one though, I this is the the movie I love. Yeah, uh, is just the best. In the very sort of you know inverted commas sense, I no, it's trial. I do love this movie. Um, Savage Worlds. There was a Kickstarter for a Savage Worlds edition that were uses the Savage Worlds role playing engine yep. for Flash Gordon. <laughs> yes. So uh, I don't I, want to see you wearing spandex. <laughs> oh yes, you know. No, you no, don't. You're right. no, no, I don't. Nobody wants to see Nobody that. Nobody wants to see that. Check the angular vector of the moon. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, uh, yeah. So I, I am really trying to stop myself from ordering that. It's not going to happen. I know. At some point, I'm going to crumble. Um, so you know, you are. It's yeah. It looks really cool. So. Yeah. Um, that's role-playing games and and, and, and um, other games that we're looking forward to playing. Yep. What about games that we're looking forward uh, to arriving? Some games that we've ordered on Kickstarter or through a publisher yep. or pre-order or whatever, uh, and that we're looking forward to arriving. What have we got? I think, I think do you want to do your list first? <laughs> <laughs> Looking at our notes here. Yeah, my list, my list, my list. That one. That one. That one. Well, I think this is a game that's going to get played quite a lot. Yeah, I agree. We've got a lot of people in our in our gaming circle that have ordered, ordered or Bits ki- and kickstarted yeah. this. 
and I think this one's going to get played quite a bit. Yep. Um, add that to the fact that we're all going to have, you know, there's, there's a few of us are going to have the rule set and the pieces yep. and the tokens and whatever else is needed, combined with the fact that you can proxy a lot of the miniatures. Which is always helpful. You know, like, you know, yeah, let's face it, goblins and orcs are goblins and orcs. They don't have to be mantic goblins and orcs, you know. And this is the key thing about mantic. It's this, it's this brilliant thing about mantic. So this is Kings of War Vanguard, which yep. is like their skirmish um, version of Kings of War. It's their... Yep. In, in in, uh, in many senses, their take on what Games Workshop did with Mordheim. Yeah. Um, you know, it's warband skirmishes. I don't think they're, they're focusing on the city-centric stuff so no, much. No, no, but just... Lots of scenarios, though, yep. from what I gather. But a skirmish game with warband advancement sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I like Kings of War. I've still got a bunch of the Fireforge Dust Vault models yep. there. I've got my old um, miniatures that I put together for my Mordheim band yep. um, that I could use if I wanted to. Yep. Uh, and looking at some boxes of Perry's, perhaps, you know, a box of Perry's, whether it's yep. Hundred Years' War or, or yeah, whatever else yeah. to flesh it out. So. Yep. Um, really looking forward to that one. I think I think, I think that's going to get a lot of table time. Yeah, yeah. well, and it comes down to it often um, at times we're time poor. Um, a quick skirmish game is yes. is something you can get on, and particularly with I think often people want to play a couple of games at yeah. times rather than just one game that drags out a bit. Mm. Skirmish games are definitely the way to go with that regard, and even with a, with a campaign system. So much better. Oh, absolutely. We've got that story aspect makes it even better. And yep. I think, too, um, we've got the capacity, because I think the tables are 4 by 4 aren't yeah. they? That, you know, we can run two or three tables Easily. fairly comfortably, yep. you know, and at not, you know, multiple locations. So, yep. you know, I think it's, yeah, I think it's looking... looking yeah, I think one. that would be definitely yeah. one. All right, any, what about yourself? What, what about Just your a few. List? Just a couple? So, we'll start at the start. So, um, I got the notification uh, on email from Aetherworks Games the other day that uh, a Kickstarter called Rising Sun by uh, Come On Games. I'm not going to say it the way you said. <laughs> uh, I'll leave that. Um, which is a Japanese feudal board game mm. that was on Kickstarter. They backed. I loved the models. They they weren't particularly your cup of tea, oh, the style. You know that Nurgle sort of um, pustulant, um, rotting body, yeah. cadavery sort of thing? It's not my thing, really. Well, I think and if you're not... Like, I've always liked the whole Japanese... Big tusks, big horns, they're demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't I like mind that. that. Yeah, yeah. Like um, Legend of the Five Rings yeah, style. Yeah, like yeah. Well, most of them were like that, and then they had a few really nice models like their big monsters that were really, really nice. And again... Oh, the dragon. You said the, the dragon. dragon. Yeah, the dragon. Because awesome. they're the, yeah. the, the, the stylistically Asian dragon that don't actually have wings. They're yeah, basically just the those, serpent yeah. look. And they, they looked really, really good. Um, honestly, again... Didn't really go into the rules that much. I had a quick skim through. But you know, I know, um, I believe that Eric Lang went to, went to yeah. um, Call Me or Not as um, head of game design, I believe, there. Yeah, I think so, yes. And he transitioned to them, um, and I, I think this was the first or one of the first games that he was working on over there. Um, he's got a great history as a yeah. game designer. I've got yeah. a lot of time for his designs, so you know, I'm really looking forward well, to seeing... <laughs> how it goes. In yeah. addition to it to be a, a miniature game, it's a political game as well, so it's about your clan gaining either military or political power, so mm. there's that aspect to the game as well, gaining alliances, losing alliances, stuff like that. So I'm, that's, that should be shipping in the next week, I think they we're going to send out notifications yeah. for that one once they sort through that, because there's a lot of boxes for that, so... Looking, looking forward for, to it. You're looking forward to just yeah. even unboxing it. Again, it's going to have to go into the list of games that we're going to take a while to play, um, but we'll go from there. Also shipping soon, hopefully, for me is a game called Lords of Hellas yep. by Dark Raven Games. Um, that one is another uh, Greek-styled Olympian game, but this one comes off the back that the gods were actually aliens that brought advanced technology and yep, you know the that Arthur C. Clarke sort of yeah, uh, yeah. technology yeah know. um so and this has some again some awesome minis but this one's more about an empire building game mm. so you you have your city that you're it might be Troy it might be uh, um, Athens or whatever that you've got to build to mm. and you have a monument that represents your god that you actually build up oh nice with it as a model yep um and then you have your armies that you send out to to gain control of territories or um oh, a awesome. battle against other people or and, and gain resources to do that mm. um so i'm just waiting on that one to be shipped they they had an option to actually have all the models pre-shaded yeah yeah um you could get them painted uh, didn't have that much money available at the time yeah. so they're all being pre-shaded for me so i think i'm in the second 
wave of shipping yeah. for that. So that's um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks that one will be shipped out from that's the fine. hubs. What else? Centauri Saga Legacy, uh, Legacy which by Vesuvius Games. Um, I backed this one on a whim. It's basically a 4X game. So, uh, um, uh, hmm. what, what's it called? I can't think of the name of it. Explore. Explore, Explore. yeah. Yeah. Again, it's but it's a one to four player and it's a legacy game. So I thought I haven't got a legacy game. Mm. I'm a big fan of science fiction games, yep. um, particularly the four on computer the four X genre. I yep. have a lot of those. But what the hell, yep. you know? And it wasn't hugely expensive as Kickstarters go um, for quite a lot of stuff. I think you know 160 miniatures. No, that's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Too many, uh, but anyway, it wasn't. It, well, I think it ended up being um, less than a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. So it's not too bad in terms of Kickstarters go. Um, yeah. So that one's coming soon, being mm. shipped as well. What else? Have I, too many heroes. Oh, heroes of <laughs> heroes of Airland and the Land, Air and Sea um, by Gameland Games should be shipping soon. That one. That should I... be shipping very very soon as well. Um, this is. I think it was very stylized off. The, the style is very reminiscent of World of Warcraft or yeah, Warcraft. Yeah. Um, and again, that's just a, a an empire-building game. You have your little island that you've got to develop and then go take over other people's islands. It looks cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the key feature of that one is you have varying ways you can transport your little minions over to the other islands by, by a ferry or a, um, an airship. Yeah. Um, and then you can move them around your own island on a little war wagon kind of thing, and they all have models. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looked really fun and, yep. and a bit different, and again, some really nice models. Um, and we played some of the game and stuff. You yeah. Know, tiny Epic Kingdom. Uh, tiny, tiny Epic Quest. Quest and, yeah, that yeah, was really so, good, that one. Yeah, yeah. So, for, for a really small kick, that was awesome, that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they've got a good good history with producing yep. good games, and I, they did a lot of, again, the active in social media. And putting up, you know, we're going to this gaming show. We're going to this gaming show. We're putting it out there. We want, we want you to play it, yeah, and give us feedback so we can then move Tighten the game, yeah, 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 and yeah. move the game forward. They did a lot of that, and they were always putting updates. So that's, I think, always a good sign in terms of a game development. Yep, getting more people playing, getting more feedback is really good. So oh, that's awesome. And finally, yep, uh, GKR heavy hitters. This the 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 models for this look <laughs> as you would expect. But the models for this looked awesome. They did. They yeah. did. So it's produced by Weta Workshop. Mm. Pretty much anyone, I think, or most people who've got a passing interest in Lord of the Rings would know that they were the big uh, special effects, special effects yeah. company from New Zealand that were involved in doing all the, the makeup, the swords, the armor, and everything for the Lord of the Rings series. Um, oh, they, do, they do an amazing job. Oh, they, they do. Like and, and Blade Runner, the, the stuff yep, they did for that. Yep. Oh, um, and also they did um, Ghost in the Shell. They yeah. did all the stuff for Ghost in the Shell. Um, so they're a huge. They're actually quite a large company now. I think they were, they existed a long time before Lord of the Rings, but that really was their big yes, big you know opening up to the rest of the world, knowing oh this is companies does a lot of really cool stuff. Yes. So they've they've forayed into a a, a miniatures board game, and, and it it's looks, yeah pretty phenomenal. <laughs> it looks awesome, and basically it is is the idea concept of big corporations. Hitting it out for domination of a ruined city. Yes. Um, and you have these... It's all pay for view. It, it is. Yeah. It's actually the idea of this dystopian idea that people are watching it. Um, and you've basically got to go around and claim buildings Yeah. Um, with your giant robots. Your and giant it's- paintball robot, basically. <laughs> It's not painful. It, they actually have weapons. Each other apart, they yeah. do, yeah. They actually have weapons. And you have little ancillary robots, mm. but it's mainly these giant... And they, they look like you'd expect a robot... That we would create now. Yeah, they do. They're not the typical sci-fi. It's very streamlined, looks humanoid, and yeah, yeah. They, they look. They look like a robot. Yeah. Um, which appealed to me a bit. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. So that one, I think, has been shipped. Oh wow! I'm looking. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was the last update I got from them. They've mm. they've shipped that out from the warehouse. So that should be good. That's. All of the Kickstarters I think I have coming. Oh, Last no, year I, was the year of Kickstart. Well, actually, I think it was over the 2016-17 period because a lot of these they take a while. I've got a um, I've got a couple of role playing games that uh, that are hopefully coming down the pipeline. Yep. Before I, the one of the other games actually you should have a look at is um, 1066 Tears of Many Mothers. Yep. It's just a card game. Yep. Say so just a card game. It's just a bit derogatory. Um, it, it it is a card game. You know, one takes the role of William Conqueror, yep. other King Harold. 
Um, you know, you, you play out your cards and things like that. But the artwork, oh my goodness, yeah. is just unbelievable. You spend half your time looking at cards. Uh, the the, the artwork is is phenomenal. It's it's by a, uh, a Polish artist. I can't remember her name, but the artwork is just stunning. Mm. It is captivating. Yeah, it, you know. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. So really looking forward to that. Uh, you know, and, I've heard, and as well as that, the game looks really solid. Yeah, so. yeah. But um, like, well, and I think we've said this many, many times, many times in the nine episodes that we've done. Yeah. This is the 11th, the, the 10th hopefully coming out. Last yeah, week or so. Last week, hopefully, or two weeks ago, given our, mm. our now goal that we've put in this one. <laughs> Artwork is a huge, huge part of a yeah. game. Yeah, uh, right. You can't, if, if you want someone to be drawn into your game, you know, it's like any kind of box art or anything like that. If it's a plain box, no one's going to be drawn to the game or want to look at it. Or want, if you have evocative, beautiful artwork, people oh, are going to want to. Yeah, it does. And you know, in anything. So you know, in mythic battles, um, the artwork is on all the cards mm. that stack cards. So you've got this beautiful artwork, but also you put a role playing game into that, and you add the artwork book to it. Suddenly, you've got evocative artwork, and it's not just you know a picture of, I don't know, Heracles. The, the, the double panel artwork that they're using on the box fronts are evocative. They've got mm. these fight scenes and it changes the way people approach a game. It changes the way people might envisage how the game plays. So, it's it's really important to anything, I think, that you're yeah. producing in this kind of thing because it's such a visual thing no matter what we're doing. No, I agree. And and that it, that looks phenomenal. Yeah, I've got a few RPGs coming <coughs> along the pipeline as well. I've got um, Worm, which is set hmm. in uh, Neolithic times. You yep. play either a Neanderthal or a, a human uh, yep. tribe. And you know, or different members of a particular tribe, and so you, yeah, you, you that 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 one looks really. That cool. sounds the really interesting. Is just gorgeous as well. Um, and the other one is Western. Yep. Um, which is you know, I've said this before as a as a as a slight shame of mine that I do enjoy the odd Western movie. <laughs> um, I have to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It it just sounds cool, and the, it's got the whole the whole targeting system in the role yep. playing game, and that just looks it looks really cool. Oh, we'll have to. Uh, so looking give it forward a go. to those. No, oh, and the other one is um, is oh, what's it called? See, normal people don't have these problems. No, I know. It's it's based on the the Pendragon role playing game. Okay. Yep. So Pendragon, uh, it's called Charlemagne, I think it is. Oh, okay. You're, yeah. you're one of the knights of Charlemagne. Oh. And so, and and Pendragon was very famous in its day because you played, you know, the 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 the, the, the knight, and every game session, I believe, it was a game session, was a year. And so your knight would get older and older yep. and eventually pass the torch onto their son and you'd be yep. playing a whole family. Yep. You know, and a campaign might be generations. Yep, yep. Um, and so, you know, I, I just it sounds really cool. Don Dennis of uh, On Minis Games and On Board Games, you're always talking about how good this is. You'd better be right, boy, I'm back <laughs> with you. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, so it should be good. So what are you looking at acquiring? There's a few things here. I haven't got <laughs> what am I looking? What am I, looking, what oh am I looking at acquiring? I've already talked about Flash Gordon, the role playing game. What so for me, what am I looking at acquiring in the next in the next week? <laughs> it right. is literally yeah. in the All next right. week. Yeah. Um, I am going to, and I'm shattered. I did not do this during the during the Kickstarter. during the Kickstarter because yeah. I missed out on two awesome minis. Mm. Um, it is the second third Kickstarter by um, Monolith Monolith Games. No, Mythic Games. Mythic it is Games. Mythic Games. Mythic Monolith, Games. they're partnered with Monolith yeah. Games. So, Mythic Games is Joan of Arc. Yeah. I don't like saying this, but oh my God. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Like, like, oh my God. Yeah, go on. Um, so, I, it, it's up open for late backing on the 22nd of January, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to back it. It's a smaller scale than... than I think it's 10 mil, isn't it's it? It's 15 mil, I think. 15, 15 yeah. mil for the standard infantry, maybe 20, 15 mil. Definitely mm. 15 mil. So, um, and it's basically set around Joan of Arc, mm. um, this, that era, but there's the fantasy setting above that with angels and demons and dragons and, and the, the cockatrice and all these, all, all yeah, these yeah. things involved with All it. of the beliefs that they had they at had that time are as real. manifest as yeah. real. Yeah. So, um, and again, they're keeping with their, the theme, what, what they did with Mythic Battles is that if you back this, you get a heap of stuff. Yeah. For what you pay in reality, the amount of stuff you're going to get with this game is massive. And I, I, what, I love the terrain. Oh, and yeah, it. it comes yeah. with a whole heap of terrain. Yeah. 
um, build proper. Re- uh, re- I think they're going to be resin. No, plastic. Sure, they're probably right? plastic. Yeah. Plastic buildings that go involve trees. Um, you know, walls. Um, there's a castle that's one, one, yeah, of the, yeah. one of the expansions is a full castle. Yeah. You know, a church. You know, a, a pub, all these things, this extra terrain that you get with it to play with it. Mm. Um, the thing that probably sold me was the dragon. Which, oh, so yeah, I've seen many images of this. So the the, the game is the the game map is uh, is hex tiles. Mm. The dragon takes up a whole hex tile. Yeah, its base, its wingspan is is twenty odd centimeters. Yeah, it's huge. It's massive. This dragon it might be even bigger than that. And the thing that really was. <laughs> For the dragon to move into a hex, it has to destroy everything in the hex first. Yeah. It can't physically move in because it takes up too much room. What is even there, it's got to trash it. It might be 30 or 40 centimetres. It's, oh. it's like it's it's literally one of the dragons. It's, it's, it's bigger than most 28 mil scale dragons. It is. Um, there's a picture of one of the game developers. I can't remember his name. He's the He does all the, the, the publicity on Beasts of War yeah, and all yeah. that. And he's holding it. And the base takes up. He's got a, He's got both hands holding the base. Yeah. And then it's as wide as he is the wings. Yeah. And he's holding this beautifully painted dragon. I'm like, oh, turn to my wife. I think I have to back this. So how much is this going to cost? I'm like, I don't want to tell you. She's like, really? I'm like, oh. <laughs> look at the models. <laughs> but look, look at the shinies. I'm, I'm, I'm saved by the fact that she's been playing Mythic Battles with me. Yeah. And he's, and you know, he's enjoying the game and he's in love yeah, with the models yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah. I'm helped by that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But that will be backed in yeah. seven days. No. Six days. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Six days. Uh, as we record this. Yes. So by the time you listen to this, it will have been backed. It will have been backed. Yeah. Um, and then multiple messages will be sent out to people going, can I please have your limited edition Gog and Magog miniatures? Because <laughs> I can't deal with the fact I don't have them. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. That's hilarious. They'll probably be available on eBay for... Exorbitant amount of price. Exorbitant amount of money. money. I hope not. Well, I think Mythic Battles was 700 US-ish. For the whole lot, mm. and the last one I saw up online was a someone posted up for fifteen hundred dollars Australian mm. for the whole lot for what I had. So, what really in really in reality for two hundred and forty miniatures and boxed games with multiple maps, of, yeah, yeah, it's huge, huge yeah. amount of stuff. It's not it's expensive, but you know for what you're paying for, it's mm. like anything really. The amount of stuff you get. All right, and last but not least. You're looking at this one. You've been you've been vacillating on this one. No, well, I I looked at it when it was went to the second Kickstarter. Yeah. Well, I heard about it in the first Kickstarter. Mm. Had a quick look. Yeah, Wasn't I, really sold on the miniatures. See, I'm the same as you. We talked when when we were talking before about Rising Sun. We mentioned, you know, I mentioned that that sort of that pustulant sort of the creeping horror sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a genre that really appeals. Yeah, to there's me. been a few Kickstarters that we've shared, like I've shared yeah, with you, and yeah. you're like, oh, it doesn't really, and it's been that. It's the aesthetic. More yeah, than yeah, anything else. yeah. And and um, you know, so I looked at that and I looked at the few of the miniatures and like some of those miniatures look awesome. Yeah. And some of them, you know, nah. Mm. So. Well, I, and I saw it on the second Kickstarter, mm. which gained the record of the most backed, highly, backed, highly yeah, funded yeah. Kickstarter, board game or game Kickstarter, mm. um, which is Kingdom Death. One of our friends, Ryan, gaming friends, Ryan, his brother got yeah. the one point Kingdom Death 1.5, Kingdom okay. Death Monster. And he said it was awesome. And what grabbed my attention was the campaign system behind yeah, it, yeah. not the miniatures per yeah, se, yeah. but the campaign system. Well, look, you know... Y- and the thing is, I understand that the, that aesthetic is is really popular. Yeah. People love it. You know, that's that's all oh, no issue with that. Heaps of people, obviously. Yeah. Um. So I, I, he, they got it for Christmas. We talked about it just after. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, it was we, a couple yeah. of days. He, he was excited to play it. I think on yeah. Boxing Day. Yeah. Um. And I think we, I was excited to play Mythic Battles. So yeah. we were competing off against each other, <laughs> trying to tell each other about these awesome games that we've just played. That's right. Yeah. Um. Which was interesting. But anyway, so uh. I looked at it. I seriously looked at it, and yeah. I really don't know. I'm. It's expensive for a board game for one, but I understand that it has so many modular pieces and yeah. bits, and you know, so many different miniatures of the, each survivor, and there's a lot in the box. Yeah. Can so it's going to cost a lot. I just one thing that gets me is that a lot of the stuff is out of stock, mm. and it's not Kickstarter exclusive stock. It's just the normal stock. It's mm. not. You can't get it. Um, it's not available on his, and I understand too, he's a, he started as a very small, you know, one guy with an idea pretty much. And, yeah. and it's gone from that to this Game massive, Busters, huge yeah, thing. Unbelievable. So he needs time to catch up, but yeah, I don't know. Um, 
I'm of the I'm leaning towards trying not to get it. Mm. One because we have so many games coming, mm. and we have these games we want to get on the on the table, um, and it's just another one that you know, I mean, and a complicated one too. Mm. We have a lot of complicated games. And if we wanted to play Kingdom Death, you'd have to follow through with the campaign. And this is, yeah, and this is this is sort of with some of those games. This is what held me off too, because we've, you know, I've got plenty of big games on the shelves over there, and I, I think to myself, you know, am I are we are we going to likely to get those on the table? Mm. And the and and the the wonderful thing, and I think it's a wonderful thing. Don't get me wrong. It just doesn't suit my circumstance right yep. now, or our circumstance right now, perhaps, is that you, you get those games, those epic games that you need to play on a regular basis, and, it, and it's having the capacity to play it enough to reward yeah. you, to, to, to really get the most out of the game experience, yep. you know, because it's in that repet- that, that repetition, yeah. that ability to follow through with the campaign or whatever it yep. might be, that, that the true enjoyment, the story, the flavour, all yeah. of those things yep. that have been crafted into the game really come out. So, yeah, I'm not sure. That that when I when I see one of those bigger games, yeah, you know, traditionally that's what's that's what's held me off. Yeah, yeah. But if they if they do a mythic battles with Norse gods, I'm all over it. I'm, oh, I've I'm, well, I've sent the email. Yeah, I sent them. They haven't replied though. Then they they if anyone about from, doing it. If anyone it. from Mythic Games is listening, um, we'll share this on your Twitter feed. Hopefully, we'll tag you in it. Could you please answer my question about the uh, Norse or Egyptian? Mythic battles. Egyptian theme. would be awesome. Yeah, I the, would be the the Norse theme one. Or both. And over. if you do that, please make them so that they can be interchangeable, mm. so that I can have my oh, Egyptian pantheon and my Greek Versus god. Great god. <laughs> yeah, just they will. I will back the ever living yeah, f out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, both of them. Family show. No. Um. So yeah. No. I, I'm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, looks All right, good. We have goals. Yeah. Got goals. Well, last the last goal you've got, you talked about this for not this year, but yeah. Finished. Well, and it sort of comes in because it happens early on in in mm-hmm. the year anyway. Was um, I've been wanting to do it, and I've never actually been. Yeah. Um, and been wanting to do it for a while. Was go to Cancon. Mm-hmm. Um, one to just be there, experience it. Um, I've never really been to a big gaming convention because when I was younger, it was never an option. And mm. as I started to get back into gaming, well, you know, young family now yeah. it's just prohibitive. Um, but as the family kids are getting a bit older. Um, I really would like to try and get to CanCon next year, I think, mm. which I'm putting in this year's goals because it's just, it's so close. It's January. So it's Jan- yeah, it's, January, it's right up near yeah, the yeah. start of January. So, so you, know, like, you know, 20th or something like that. Yeah, so it's quite quite early on. So, um, and either depending on what I tried, you know, maybe play in the Infinity Tournament um, yep. and see how I go in that or just even get up there for a day and have a, experience it and yeah. have a look around and, you know, meet people and, I do some great things. I've been up there for, well, we went up for, I think, for three, two or three years. Mm. Three years, maybe, when they were tied with the Australian Games Expo, yeah. was up there as well. And yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Walk around, the, the game tables look great. You know, yeah. there's often exhibition games and things like that. Yep. They look pretty sweet. And um, it's always good to go and have a, you know, oogle at Eureka Miniatures and, yep. you know, Mill Sims and um, Combat Company, and those yep. companies have all got their. You know, there's stuff there and do a good sale. Go with the budget, yeah. leave the credit card at home. Yeah, exactly. otherwise I'll be in a lot of trouble. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to go up and I think that's something um, I'd like to try and maybe also is try and do a few more tournaments. Mm. Um, in particular, the Infinity. I really enjoy Infinity tournaments. And it's something I have the forces for and the factions for. And, you know, it's, yeah. you know, um, is try to. I don't think it's going to be one that's going to be that achievable this year, but we'll see how we go. Yeah. You still might be able to get, if they have any tournaments down in Melbourne or whatever else. Yeah, and Bendigo, I think, will run. I don't know if they're going to run Infinity this year again, yeah. but um, depends if someone's... Well, there's always a possibility that that, that could replace... Um, our local... Dystopian Wars. Dystopian Wars, No. Because, yeah, that's all up in the air at the moment. No. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. I'd probably have to run it, though. That'd be the problem. Yeah. And yeah, then I can't. I could run it. I wouldn't be able to answer any rules questions. Well, that's that's the thing, isn't it? I'll just say, look, there's a rule book here. Well, see, this is the thing, though, when it comes down to it. When you, um, for me, it's the challenge with mm. tournaments. It's always been the challenge of meeting new people and, and the challenge of trying to overcome a new opponent. New lists and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like locally, and just be stint because I read rule books mm. and I, 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 that's what I do. Um, I know the rules better than most of the people locally. Mm. And if we held a tournament locally, I would probably feel obliged to run it. Um, I don't. Yeah, wouldn't I, I feel comfortable. Get a few people up. Yeah, but oh, I still wouldn't probably feel comfortable mm. playing in it. 
um, just because it's the local town and you tend to be the most, like, I don't want to, the most experienced player in the game. Mm. I feel like I should be running it as opposed to playing in it. Yeah. You know, and give, that's fair call. You know, so, and that's why sort of the Melbourne, the Bendigo, you know, Kanga, you're not that person who's a local. Like you just, sort of roll in. You yeah. can just roll in, you know, have a good day, have a fun day, play some good games, you know, be the good sportsman and roll people and then people get shirty with you because you rolled them but you're still nice. Yeah. But anyway, that can be another whole episode about sportsmanship and what a sportsmanship award is about. Yeah. Yeah, oh, another. That's a whole, a whole other week. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, but yes, tournaments, maybe, maybe. We'll see how we go. Awesome. All so right. we've set up our goals for the year. One podcast every fortnight. We talk about our hobby goals, yep. uh, painting, modelling, all of those other bits and pieces. I think we're pretty well at the end of the episode. Yeah, I think that's enough for today. Uh, if you've got any feedback for us, you can email us at um, onminiesgamespodcast at gmail dot com. Yep. And otherwise, uh, my name's Charles Pritchard. And I'm Quentin Sun. And you've been listening to On Minis Games. You've been listening to On Minis Games. On Minis Games is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported License. show notes that will help i don't know about that well you know it might help can't hurt